Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 records. Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah. TireRack. Oh, yeah, it's back. Yeah. No, just, just, just once, man. Just oh, once. Oh, gosh. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. We got it. Like a little throwback. Yeah, we got it. The good old days, man. That was like circa, what, October? I don't know, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Jonas tries to be too too shticky. He he lets things go for too long. It's eh, it's got to end at some point. But if it's a good thing, it doesn't need to end, which is why. That's not true. All good things must come to an end. Okay, so you're saying the Dallas Cowboys were good this year. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, they were, until they weren't. (laughs) Uh, so we are off and running, and uh, let's just uh, we want to go uh, d- just go in reverse and that's here. Dallas. <laughs> just, just go in reverse. Uh, not the prettiest game in the world, but the 49ers get it done, and it just feels like it's the same old issues and the same old problems for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, San Francisco's on their way to an NFC title game at Philadelphia next week, and the Dallas Cowboys are going home, courtesy of those 49ers, yet again, just like last year, except this time it was on the road, so at least it's a little bit more justifiable. Mm. Yeah, but it still ended with an awful end-of-game play. I mean, it's like Dallas knows how to end games, and then like made people scratch their head and go, what the hell was that? Okay, what, what was the idea behind it? I know it didn't work, but what was the idea what behind it? What was the idea behind it? <laughs> you want me to try? Yes. I mean, <laughs> so, let's just start off with the beginning. Zeke Elliott snapping the football, which they make him ineligible 
right? He declares himself ineligible because it doesn't matter. He's not catching a forward pass. So what you're trying to do is put him in a position where he's snapping the football back and he's somewhere in the middle of the field. So he, then he can be back a part of the pitch around. Okay. The next thing is you have the offensive linemen who are divided up and, and split on each outside end of the field. They're also flanked by a wide receiver. Those wide receivers are there for most likely Daniel Jones to throw to one of either side and then also remain there for either wide receiver to throw back across the field to either side. So that's, I'm sure, the the intent of the design of the play. But, you know, if if you're not going to have any offensive linemen like down where Zeke was by the football – you might as well take out the offensive lineman too and just put in all skill players. Yeah. Like there's nothing that that forces you to put any offensive lineman in. It's all it's more about alignment at that point. So I, I thought the play design was so stupid for what they were trying to accomplish, but that they didn't even put in all the personnel they probably needed to on the field. But that was the intent. I thought they were putting them out there to almost like create a you're already out there screen. Yeah, yeah right. initially, but right. then, but then at some point, those guys are going to be part of the process. Like they're not blocking for sixty yards yeah. down the field. No, no. So, like, look at it this way, right? You, you, you snap the ball. Yeah, it's like Dak, a screen. Dak throws the ball. It's a screen, and then yeah. now it's it's they, the 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 blocker is supposed to hit that first dude. Is what I was thinking. Like he's got to yeah, sure. get the first guy, and then the whole process of the lateraling or throwing starts, backwards right? starts. But they but had to get thing. it started. The defense isn't putting any D linemen out there. So you don't need to put any offensive linemen out there. True. Like, you could just put out all wide receivers and tight ends and running backs and let them all pitch it around back and forth and let them go see if they can make a play. I mean, to try to, to salvage any type of reasoning behind them doing it, he needed to block. Like, you're a blocker. You're out there to block. Block the first guy. Block the first well, guy. Well, it, it, it didn't matter because the guy that ended up throwing the – so here's the thing. So Zach snaps it back. Yep. Dak gets the football. Z. They throw to a slot receiver. The slot receiver catches it, pitches it. The problem is <laughs> San Francisco blows up Zeke. He's no longer a part of the play. The receiver gets blown up. He gets blown up the, immediately. Like, there was no – like, at that point, if you're an offensive lineman, you can't block the first guy because the first pass is a downfield pass. Yeah. So you can't be an eligible down the field. So that's that's the other issue with that. Let's, but let's just it, it say, was so poorly designed. Let's just say, after having a a wonderful game plan on the offensive side of the ball the week before, they just did not have a great offensive game plan going up against against this team and, and against that, San Fran. And, yeah. and that game was there for the taking. Like there, can, there can were opportunities there. For yeah, Dak, Dak didn't play well. No. I mean, bottom line, Dak did not play well. There's some poor throws. And the first interception, I thought Michael Gallup kind of sold him out. Like he needs to keep coming back down his stem, and it's probably an incomplete pass. But I was going to ask you, though, LeVar, I thought that was more of a defensive game. It was. Like when you looked at it, I it, loved it, was it. The, it was the opposite. It was more of a defensive game, and I did not mind that game the way it played out. I didn't. I, I thought it was too – very competitive teams playing against each other, and you knew what side of the ball was going to carry you, and it was going to be the defensive side for both teams. Brock Purdy did what Dak didn't do, which was in a game where you don't lose the game. Like, you can play to win the game, but you don't – sometimes you just got to know that this is just one of those games where I just can't 
play and 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 give give away the game in terms of us losing. And Brock Purdy didn't turn the ball over. He, you know what? He didn't have big major play opportunities all game where you know he was going to throw four touchdowns or anything like that. He took what the defense gave him. He made some really good throws at times too, to be honest. But I I just thought that that was one of those games where, dang, like. The, the, the one you're talking about with Gallup, I, I just thought the cornerback just made a hell of a play. I mean, he he he, he was able to stop at the top of the route. He yeah, came but then back. Gallup stopped. Yeah. That's he, the promise. He ended up running the rest of the comeback for he Gallup. Came back, yeah, he came and back you on You him. can't do that as a wide receiver. And, and, I mean, and you want to talk about textbook high-pointing the ball. He high-pointed the hell out of that ball. I just I – thought, I thought for two seconds there that it was like, wow – Dallas, after all of this, like not having too much offense, could actually still get the game. Yep. You know, and this was like that that signature moment for Dak. Like you didn't have the greatest of games. You turned the ball over. Okay. But here it is, like win the game. And and it just wasn't it wasn't well, there. But I I thought that was like low key two coaching points that Dalton Schultz didn't execute very well. Hmm. The the first being you have to. Your players have to know. Right when I saw him catch the football and run towards the sideline and get hit, and, and it went laterally out of bounds or maybe even a little backwards, I was like, "Oh, they're going to run the clock here." Like that's just that cannot be something that you don't do in those moments. And for people out there who don't know the rule, just because you go out of bounds as a ball carrier doesn't mean the clock stops. Yep. If you're not trying to move forward out of bounds and you go backwards. Or laterally, when you're contacted, the clock keeps running. So good job on the officials' part. And then the next play, the catch, you know, to not make sure and secure that he gets two feet and, and then gets, you know, makes the catch before he gets out of bounds. Like two big time mistakes. And I, I'm not sure it matters for the second one. That just probably gets you to a Hail Mary, which the odds are slim there anyway. But at least you have a shot. But those two plays by Dalton Schultz kind of eliminated any chance of the season ending for Dallas any different than it did last year with, again, people going, what the hell was that final play? <laughs> it is going to be a, a pretty long offseason for Dak Prescott. Uh, Man, he, after you said it's Super Bowl or bust in your pregame interview, like <laughs> it's bust. It was bust. <laughs> it's a bust. Yeah. And it was bust because of you, not like because of your your offense. That defense played their heart out, man. They Those did. guys kept them in the game the entire time. And you could say the same exact thing for the 49ers. They kept them in the game the entire time. Only difference is is that they delivered a really really like what one or two drives like there were like one or two drives where you're like, man, that's, you know, you don't think that that's going to be the difference maker because you don't think that it's going to be a 19 to 12 game. Like 19 to 12, that is such an ugly score. It's an ugly score. But, you know, I'm a defensive guy. I love defense. And if you're a, a person that respects and, and admires defense, you know, these, these guys, I mean, Ryan's, you know, Quinn, they did an excellent job. I mean, you saw, you saw it on display, like literally the preparation. They were. They were both ready. They were both ready for this game. So just unfortunate for, I guess, Dak Prescott and the Dallas fans that well, it didn't go their way. Can we, can we kind of lean into that for a second? I mean, you guys are saying it's going to be a long offseason for Dak. I mean, I, I'll go as far as saying this. For, for what Dak is being paid now, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Dak's the, necessarily the thing holding them back. 
But when I look at the game between Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, when you look at Kansas City this weekend, when you look at Jacksonville, that's not those guys. Like mm-hmm. he, he's, he's not that caliber of quarterback compared to those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I would say even right now what Jalen Hurts is as a quarterback might even be better. Well, they, they were impressive. Yeah. Well, that, that was more their offensive line. We can, we can talk about it, but yeah, I, I mean. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stating more of, I think if you're Dallas, you took forever to commit to Dak Prescott, and he finally put you in a position where you had to pay him. Now you've paid him, and maybe you were hesitant for a reason. Because you knew. Because you knew. He's, you knew he's not a top, let's say, eight quarterback. And I think when we look at the league, if we're all being honest with ourselves, if you're not a top eight quarterback – you're probably not giving your team a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like when you hit a Joe Burrow, when you go up against the Patrick Mahomes, when you go up against the Josh Allen, when you go up against, dare I say, a Trevor Lawrence in the future with the way he looks, you know, when you go up against some of these younger quarterbacks who are emerging, maybe it's, it's Hurts now as he's venturing into that. <laughs> oh, man. A Pat I, like, I, like, I, just, I don't think your team has a shot. Does a Pat Mahomes with one foot. <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. Does, does Dak have another level or is this it? No. Yeah, so so the more that these young quarterbacks come into the league, and God forbid Bryce Young's a stud or C.J. Stroud is a stud, he just keeps falling down the list. Like every every crop of quarterbacks that comes in, and it's if this is just what he is, then I, I don't think this is what Dallas signed up for. I think they had they had dreams of you know we're going to get over the hump. I mean, they still haven't been to a conference title game since '96. I mean, but he right. did deliver a, a, a playoff win. And yeah, it's that's been true. Thirty, what they say? How many years? Twenty years? Yeah, a, years, a road whatever. win. A, a win on the a road. road win. Yeah. They, they've won before. Huh? Yeah, yeah. How many? Dead. How many years was it for a road like, win? Thirty. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, a couple years ago. You know, By like the way, uh, that just goes to show you how bad the Bucks were this year. <laughs> so bad <laughs> to make everyone think like. <laughs> I don't see why people didn't know that. After that, well, ga- after that game got going, you knew that we the Bucks fooled. stank. Yeah, but it was, it was the Tom Brady effect. It was like, oh, that's Tom. It's Tom Brady's in the playoffs. They're going to do it. They're going to change everything. No, <laughs> Tom they knew they stank. He, he, he threw the game away. Like, yeah. Let me get y'all an interception. <laughs> okay. I'm, try, I'm trying to get up out of here. He gone. Yeah, he gone. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, it's Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm a hustler, baby. Throw them hooks up for the bay. Yeah. Throw them hooks up for the bay. Throw them up, bird. I'll throw them up. I mean, okay. <laughs> throw them up for burro. Burro. Come on. Burro. Throw them up. up. Throw them up for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bird <laughs> He's so good at that. Oh, it's man. two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So is it just fair to say the Cincinnati Bengals are better than the Buffalo Bills and Joe Burrow's better than Josh Allen? Just simply put, that's it. So He's far. different. Yeah, He's different. Because, I mean... It, it, here's what I'll say about like the comparison between the two, because you know, yeah, like we we do work or 
you know, calls with different people and stuff. People are like, pick, pick one, Joe Burrow or Josh. You got to pick one. I'm like, dude, they're so different. Like they really are. Allen has these extraordinary skills, this rocket arm and this ability to run around and be physical and create stuff downfield. You know, Burrow is more of, to me, like your, your prototypical quarterback. He's accurate as all get out. He's got a strong enough arm. He's an incredible decision maker. He's athletic enough to be able to hurt you with his legs, but you know, his best skill set is how he navigates the pocket to throw. I mean, honestly, like him and Jamar Chase, I think I said this last year, like they remind me of what I grew up watching, which was Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Yeah. yeah. Like Jamar Chase makes everything look easy. And that's like, so my first time ever playing tackle football, third grade, I love Jerry Rice. I was like, I want to be a receiver. I want to be just like Jerry Rice. I'm going to catch everything. Wasn't fast, but I'm going to catch everything. And I remember watching him always thinking he makes everything look so easy. And Jamar Chase is the exact same way. And then the more I started getting into quarterback, the next year I started watching Joe Montana. I'm like, man, Joe's so cool out there. He's so calm. He's so poised. You know, he's so accurate. It doesn't seem like he has to try hard to ever make a throw or make a play. And that's how Joe Burrow is, man. Like, they just – they have this, this chemistry, this thing. They are like the 2.0 version or the new version – I think of what Montana and Rice were is what Burrow and Chase are. People are doing the comp game with Tom Brady and Burrow. Burrow reminds me of Montana. Yeah, just seen, way more. Seen, is there an echo in here? Well, no. Uh, it did seem like it, it was an echo. Like, is like, there an echo in like here? Like a two-second uh, two delay. But, no, <laughs> as far as the comp goes, I saw people what was the comp? the Tom Brady to Joe Burrow. Oh, but I thought you were going to say Joe Montana. It, I thought he, I heard Joe He Montana. reminded me. Can you believe he reminds me of Joe Montana? Joe Montana? Uh, yeah. Is there an echo in here? Oh. Believe it or not. Was, but, was I on mute for the first two minutes of this? No, what no, just no, happened? It almost so, like reminds me of Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. You when, know, Jamar when, Chase. And then, when you saw that game yesterday, when you watched that game yesterday. What a revelation. Did it make you think about Joe Joe Montana, it, it, and Jerry it, Rice. You know, if we're going to keep going down this road, I'll just say it reminds me of Steve Young. I mean, I'll pick oh. another quarterback. Right? So that, oh, that. they did win right. a Super Bowl together. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, All right, so because when I'm watching Burrow, it reminds me of Steve Bono. Oh, and so, wow. But, <laughs> oh, wow. But when you watch the game yesterday, Burrow never seemed rattled, never no. seemed bothered, but Josh Allen did. Josh Allen looked like he so just So did Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Oh, did he? There, there is that. Even after the game. I just I can't wait from that game going, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'll take Burrow. Uh, and and I don't know that other than Patrick Mahomes, I don't know that there's maybe another quarterback in the league I'd take over Joe Burrow right now. I, he's fantastic. And when they when they asked him the question, you know, how long is this championship window going for? And Burrow said, for as long as I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so nonchalant about yeah. it. He's awesome. That's how man. good I am. As long as I'm here, we, we, our window's open. And by the way, we're good, open for business. Good for Zach Taylor as well too, because he was dealt a bag of crap the first couple of years that he was there, and now he's got himself a quarterback, and he's got himself a team that's going to be a contender for the next however many years Joe Burrow's playing. But Zach Taylor afterwards was asked about the refunded tickets and all the other things, the 50,000 quote-unquote tickets that were sold for the potential AFC title game in Atlanta. And uh, here was the back and forth with the Bengals head coach. We kind of joke about the refunds, but was that at at all extra motivation just in seeing the release about the 50,000 tickets that were sold for the neutral site assuming the the Bills had won? For the neutral site? I mean, yeah, we we just, we had our mindset to go play in Kansas City and and, uh, 
it, it, it is it is tough because they they have to formulate the plans for coin tosses and they got to formulate the plans for neutral site games and we just keep screwing it up for everybody and I hate that for for people that have to endure all those logistical issues and then uh, we just keep screwing it up so I'm sorry. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> you get him, Zach. coach. Zach yeah. was in the trap, is what Zach was in. Yeah, you heard play, that play the first part. Play, play yeah. the first part of that interview again. Yeah, Birdo, he was in the we, trap. Kind of joke about the refunds. And, trap. But was that at all extra motivation? Yeah. Seeing the release about the hey, yo, homie. Yo. 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 In this house, we kind of joke about trap. the refunds, and, but was that trap. at all huh? extra motivation? Zach up in there j- regulating while they up in the trap. Like, hey, don't y'all come up in our house <laughs> talking about no tickets? Everybody be jacking this s up. Let me tell y'all how it's gonna work right here in the jungle, y'all. You in the trap house, the junk, the Bengals well, trap house. Well, let me y'all. let me ask you guys a question: Who day like a mug after kickoff? <laughs> <laughs> after kickoff. Was there any point during that game that you felt like Buffalo was going to win that game? Because I didn't. <laughs> Not after that first series from Cincinnati. <laughs> it was a, Golly. It was just, that yeah. was it. Okay, hold on for a second, though. Can we give their O-line all the credit in the world? Yep. You, you're playing with three backups. Crazy. I mean, Jackson Carmen, who, shoot, may be better off as a tackle now the way he's been playing. First, first start. But Jackson Carmen, you know, coming in playing left tackle for Jonah Williams, you know, you look at Adenogy, the way those, I mean, they stepped up and at times they, like, there was a reason why they weren't starting. I'll just put it that way. Like, at times they had displayed, like, why they were backups. But when their team needed them the most, man, against a good defensive front, I know it didn't have Von Miller, and he's no doubt a difference maker, but that's still one of the better defensive fronts. Man, they were the more physical team. They ran the ball down their throats. Mixon had, what, over 100 yards himself just rushing? Yeah. I mean, they, when they wanted to run, they ran. Like, that, that was an impressive, impressive performance. Like, I did not think we were going to come away from that game talking about the offensive line of the Bengals. But because it was such a question mark and people thought it was going to be a weak point, it was crazy to me to see how well – they allowed Cincinnati to operate throughout the entire course of that game. So credit to those guys, man. Credit to the big boys up front. That's a fine team, the Buffalo Bills. That's a fine team. That's not like – the and, and listen, I don't want to seem like I'm piling on, but I'm just like this is realistic, right? You have one of the more impressive showings in the first round of the playoffs as the Dallas Cowboys, but it wasn't against a fine team. Right, this is a team that is is trying to find its way all over again. This this Buffalo Bills team was a fine team in their home stadium, in their home stadium. That that's as quality a win. That that's almost one of those wins that you say, you know what? They've taken another step forward. They've taken another. That was a definitive step forward in terms of if this Bengals team turns into a a perennial Super Bowl team. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm not going not with 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 Pat Mahomes dealing with an ankle a sore ankle going into this this game. I just don't know that they if you don't have a all all in, all hands on deck, healthy roster in in Kansas City. I don't know that they beat this team. I just <laughs> 
I, I think the two best teams going into this the this this championship weekend is and, and I I find it to be debatable on the NFC side. I don't know that I find it so much more debatable outside of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I don't know if they have enough to. De- I can't believe I'm saying it. I don't know if Kansas City has enough to deal with Cincinnati. Not with Mahomes less than 100%. And there's no no way in hell Patrick Mahomes is anywhere close to being 100% next week. I mean, that was a gritty, gutsy performance that he put in to to get them through that game and give shots yeah. out to Henny for yeah, coming come in and relief duty and doing what he did. But I'm just saying, man, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes – keep in mind now, this is the same group that couldn't beat them last year. They've never been able well, to dude, beat them. They've never beat them. Right. But Joe Burrow – ne- Burrow's about to go try to go 4-0. Against I don't them. know that they can beat them. I don't know that they can beat them this time. And that's – that's well, man. I, I, I can tell you one thing I think the Bengals will do a better job of against Kansas City. Probably cover Travis Kelsey – I mean, you, you, would, you would think that at some point people are going to cover him. Well, not at some point. Like, most teams pretty much focus in on him, and they're like, let's make someone else beat us. But clearly that wasn't Jacksonville's they still can't, But they still can't cover him. I don't understand. No, he, he is people, like the most uncovered, covered guys. People have been able to shut him down this year. It's just that was ridiculous. I, I've never seen a dude. What do you have? Fourteen receptions? Uh, no, fact checking that. Let's look into that here. We'll okay. get the. Uh, well, I, I think I think that was about the number. But there's been other games this year where he's been maybe targeted that many times, but he hasn't had that many catches. I mean, hell, the the Raiders did a better job in Week 18. Like they did a better job, kind of shutting down. And there's a number. I, I don't know. Like I don't know. He's ever, has he ever had 14 receptions in a game? I don't think so. Targeted 17 <laughs> times. Uh, yeah, 14 grabs, 98 yards, couple of and touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah, he'd be like, doing. Th- that's some not wild like. Oh, he's just gonna get open, dude. That's like you just blatantly have an awful game plan, or you can't figure out how to double him every damn passing play. It's not that hard. He's going to the center of the field. I don't care if he jerks you to the outside or not irk and jerk you. I, I, I just think that I don't understand how you're not always sitting there to the inside of him. I mean, he he looked like he was having, like, convulsions on the one route that he ran. He stopped. He started, like, shaking like they needed to go get him. And then he breaks to the inside. They throw the ball. Like, <laughs> like okay. Bro, I'm looking through it now. I, I don't know that he's ever had – 14 receptions in a game. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of catches. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm seeing, I'm seeing 13. That's the most he's he's had in his career up to that point. Yeah, I mean, we can sit here and ball wash him all we want, but Who's is he ball washing? Okay, but has he ever played center like Zeke Elliott? Is he capable of that? I don't hey, is, hold on. Is that, is, is that Zeke's last play as a Cowboy? Oh, man. Uh, I, I mean, you'd have to assume. What a way to go out, huh? <laughs> I mean, the highest paid third down short yardage back in the history of the game. Like, uh, is, he, is he the smallest center in the history of the NFL? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> but you know what the worst part is? Is they, like, drew more attention to him because before the play starts, they go, 21's reporting eligible. And obviously, like, Gre- by the way, Greg Olson, Eric Berger had a great call. And Greg's like, well, you know, that's because he's snapping the football and it doesn't matter because he's they're going to be laddering the football around. But he's scheduled – his cap hits $16.7 million next year. Mm. He would count eleven point eight against the dead cap, mm. but mm. Yeah, he's. I've been thinking about this. He's under contract for another four years with Dallas. He's untradeable too. That's not. That's not a yeah, trade anyone is going to make. 
Yeah. They got to cut them. Let me ask mm. you guys a question. It, th- something sounded better about the Niner Cowboy game as opposed to the Bills Bengals game. I don't know what it was. What I was more better? excited about the 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 NFC game. But, but like the way I think it, it delivered. I think it. De- I think that the NFC game was more exciting energy wise than than the first but, one. But didn't it sound better? Like there was something about it that sounded. But oh, that's right, because Tony Romo wasn't doing the NFC game. Okay, yes. that's what it was. Oh, that is right. interesting. Yeah, he's. Brutal. I'll tell you what, man. Yada Greg doesn't like get enough him. credit. I thought Greg did a heck of a job all year, and and in that game in particular. And I hope people give him credit for it. I thought situationally he was all over it, did a great job explaining stuff and jumping out ahead of stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, I just I think he deserves more credit for his game call. He did a he's great a job. He's a likable dude yeah. too. Yeah, he is. He's, he's also awesome. a likable dude, man. Yeah. 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 I mean he burned yeah. Notre Dame, but I mean we're gonna leave that. Oh one wow. He's yeah, just gonna I, bring I don't know that they stuff? burned Notre Dame. I'm Who? pretty sure tight end you continued on. So oh, yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, there you go. You know, felt like he burned them. But again, I'm it's not here. It's not. So we I mean, pretty much since he was there. Every single tight end that started from Notre Dame has been drafted. So, yeah. I mean, it's, so there it's you have that. Like 18 years ago. And yeah. Penn State, by the way. We, our, our, our guys get drafted, too. So take they that. They get drafted, but yeah. I don't think you have the same streak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I was just Pick trying to support you. Tight end you. God damn. <laughs> I was trying to support well, yo, you. You were, trying to, you were trying to you know, get on that Penn State bandwagon. I was, but I was just saying. You guys are linebacker, you. I was just what, trying to say we're, convicts we're versus you know, that, uh, you know? Catholics. You know, we're, I was wait, we're, we're, we're conceding the linebacker, you. you know? <laughs> All right, that's fair. We're that's conceding fair. that. I was just trying to support you, but yeah, I got you. I appreciate it. Ah, dang. Look, let's do this. Let's go to the creamery. We'll get a milkshake together. There we go. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) So uh, we've got the early look ahead here to the conference championship games. All right. So let's just obviously we're going to have plenty of time to break this down in depth. But early look-aheads right now, the betting lines for the Niners and the Eagles. Philly is a two-and-a-half-point favorite hosting San Francisco next oh, week. Wow. And Kansas City is a one-point favorite hosting the Bengals. Oh, wow. So, I don't, just on the subject of the Chiefs and the Bengals, what are you expecting from Patrick Mahomes? High ankle sprain. I'm sure you guys have dealt with this. Uh, high ankle sprain. Seven days after, eight days after yeah. he suffered the injury. How's this week going to go? How's that? How's he going to look in that game next week? I don't know. Tordal can help him, man. I don't know. The juices from the gods will be able to get you through a high <laughs> ankle sprain, man. <laughs> Why do you say that? I just don't know. Like, high ankle sprains are harder. It's a more complicated weight-bearing issue than the low ankle. Like, you could tape it up pretty good. I mean, they they might have to put a cast on on his on his shoe on his foot and then hope that he can just you know take a couple steps i I don't know i don't know the the level of of how bad the sprain is but high ankle sprains are so painful man they're so painful i had i've had like a couple of them it's just they're just it's just different than the the regular ankle sprain it just they're super super intensely painful What's the normal recovery time for that? Six weeks? Oh, four to six weeks. I mean, it depends on the severity and all that. Four to six weeks. I mean, we've seen guys, remember um, Atua, when he had his high ankle sprain? Some guys would get a surgery. Yeah. They literally put in that kind of, looks like a bicycle chain. Yeah. Like inside your, your shin to help Tua, keep that stuff stabilized. Tua did that to both, didn't he? Yeah. And he I mean, he's like a bionic both. man at this point. Dang. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's like uh, RoboCop. Uh, so. <laughs> RoboCop. I mean, look, if Patrick Mahomes is going to be 
in this capacity, I don't know how you don't like Cincinnati going like into Robocop? that game. Yeah, like RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Um, if Patrick Mahomes is looking like this, I don't know how you don't like the Bengals going into that game. Uh, well, I think you like the Bengals because of history too. Like the Bengals are unfazed by ruining an inspiring story. Like, I mean, look, Demar Hamlin, him being there last night, oh, you know, man. it was great. Right, inspire the the Bills. Got the crowd, all that. People are happy to him see on him. The big screen. Yeah. yeah. Guess yeah. what happened that first drive? Didn't yeah. work. Bengals <laughs> said, "You, yeah, we don't care." Didn't like, work. Honestly, we're glad you're back, buddy. But we're here to win a football game. Yeah. And I, I know for some people, they might feel like it's a little tough to hear, but that's the reality of it. Like none of those guys are thinking about that once they get in the field. The ball is kicked. You're getting punched in the face. I mean, that's just that's how it works. And and here's the thing is like the Bengals don't feel apologetic. The only thing Zach Taylor's apologizing for is all the logistical issues, you know, he they're you know causing with the uh, neutral site game tickets that have to be refunded and all these other things that that were impacted by, you know, them beating the Buffalo Bills. So they don't care, man. They're on a mission right now. And by the way, Joe I- Burrow looks as locked in as anyone, and this defense is playing. I, I don't think their defense has gotten enough credit for how well they've played. They won them the wild card round game, and they were a huge piece of shutting down Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, and making it frustrating all game long. And I'm so glad that – first of all, I'm glad Cincinnati won. I like Buffalo, but I'm glad Cincinnati won because this push now to do neutral site conference championship games, make it a thing moving forward, which is getting louder and louder. I'm glad we're not getting a test run next weekend because I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. I know the NFL wants money, but I like the idea of a team getting to have a home game as their final goodbye to their fans before they go to the Super Bowl. Because a lot of those fans can't afford to go to the Super Bowl. A lot of those fans can't make it work. I disagree. It's, it's pricey. You want neutral site conference championship games? I do. I don't. I'm out. It's a bowl. Come on, man. It's a bowl. It's like a bowl series. I like it. You got the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the Super Bowl. It's the bowl of the bowls. I just kind of like, like the switch up. I, I like the shake up. A neutral site, I kind of, I kind of like it. Yeah. It creates more. It, it creates to me more business opportunities, in my opinion, my estimation. I like it. There should be business opportunities for those local, uh, you know, venues there in Kansas City, local venues in Philadelphia. How about all those uh, Philly uh, cheesesteak sandwich shops? Yeah, they need it. some revenue. They it. need some business. I get it. And once get- you get off your high horse about it, like yeah. I, I understand, I understand the the. The value of of having home field advantage. I, I feel like almost well, where we're at, the addition of, of one more game, and and now you're fighting for that number one spot. I think the the biggest thing you should be playing for is the bye week. Like you're playing for the number one spot yeah, to one get a bye game. week. Yeah, yeah, but but you have to understand, man. Home field, it's like a reward. I know. I, mean, I get it. But you're going to get at least one home game. You're going to get, I mean, maybe even that's two, all, right? But that's, but no, what we're saying is you'd only get one. Yeah, I mean, Because if, if you're fighting for the number one overall seed in the bye, then you Then you, you really play one, you win one. one game, right. You get one week off, you win one game, you go to the, uh, the I championship. I, I think it, another thing is I think it makes it more difficult to win a Super Bowl. Like, I think it's already hard enough in a league that creates parity. Why would you want to go to all these neutral site games? Like, I just – and I think – look, I think a lot of times, you know, places miss with doing these neutral site games. And, and, like, I'm not trying to disrespect, 
you know, the the SoFi Stadium or the environment in L.A. Oh, no. for a national championship. But, oh, no. And the weather played a portion of it, but it just didn't have that feel. And granted, look, L.A. is big enough where it can swallow up a big event and you can't even really feel it because it's just a big city. It's like that. When the Super Bowl was in New York, I kind of felt that way, too, to be honest with you. Like, it, it felt like, oh, the Super Bowl's there. It's a big deal because it's New York. But if you were in, like, a different part of Manhattan – didn't really know what was going on. You know, like you're kind of like, oh, you're like you could get lost up in what New York is because it's such a big city. So I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I think Atlanta would have done a great job hosting it. I just I'm not a fan of it. I think it's a reward for the fans. It's a reward for the team. It's a reward for the owner. Like they should be able to, to, to take in, you know, those profits and everything that they're able to earn too off of putting together a team that's competitive and that wins. Like, you don't get that in a neutral site game. Some other owner's profiting off that. Some other city's profiting and off plus, that. Plus, you played in Kansas City. You know how oh, it's awesome, awesome that's going to be next Did week. Did you see the line to get in? Just to get in. 7 a.m. It was gridlocked just to get in to go tailgate. Out in KC. Like, it was incredible. Like, that, I mean, now barbecuing, you know. And LeVar, you know, that takes, it takes, time, it takes some time. time. So you, you got to get there and get a set up early. But they were gridlocked to go in that sports complex to be able just to park and start tailgating. I mean, that's you, – you take that opportunity away. Because there's other thing is, let's say they do a neutral site game at, uh, at SoFi. Guess what you're not doing? You're not tailgating. Not driving. And they're, well, not, la- they're not allowing you so, to tailgate. Well, there, might be some, there might be some fans that actually you know, dr- that are KC fans in L.A., but I'm saying they're not, they're not going to tailgate. Right. Like you don't have that same atmosphere. So I just – I think it takes away from all the – unique details that like every city every team brings and i I would hate to see it so i i'm with jonas i'm glad this thing worked out the way it did um i'm not with you guys niners well i mean that's but it's okay uh, i mean birdo we're gonna we're gonna take this i mean he's disagreeing with us on the neutral side i'm gonna be the lone wolf on this and birdo is with it too so birdo is with you guys so agreed it's good let's go lee are you with uh lavar you with uh of course he's with y'all and roberto of course no i'm not with lavar on this one sorry buddy i I, I would think most (laughs) people are probably not on your side on this one that's okay it's an it's the most surprising take i think you've ever had I don't know. I've had some pretty surprising takes. <laughs> I've had some really Wait, surprising takes. Wait, why do you want takes. it to be on a neutral site? I just like a neutral site. I, I just think that there's some, uh, to me, looking at the logistics of what, wrong, what it would be. You're wrong, man. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm not. I don't, I don't feel like I am. I just feel like my opinion sits where. Can we, I, can we do a Twitter poll? I, I'd love to just see how this. I, I'm, cu- I'm only curious because yeah. maybe there's more people who feel the way you do. I don't know. You know. I just I just think that a neutral site for the championship rounds, it's kind of it's like we're watching college football turn more into professional football. Why not turn well, some aspects problem, of the problem with that is they're football. bringing in aspects of what we're saying though. They're trying to do initial first round home games. Yeah, I get it. Initial first round home go- games are no prize. I don't have a problem with that. When you get to when you get to the championship round, I almost feel like, yeah, make it a bowl game. Like <laughs> You know what? F you. <laughs> F you, Birdo. Two I mean, times. it's not – It's that's not how, obviously, it's done at, at, you know, lower levels, I don't think, either. So, oh, I'm just saying. Man. I'd like a neutral site for for the championship round. Come Damn. on, Lee. Get on well, that Twitter poll. It, it, I know it, you have the capability. It ain't it. happening this year, I'll tell you that, because yeah, uh, uh, Snowboro showed up to Buffalo. And, just uh, crushing people's dreams <laughs> and, and the inspiring stories <laughs> that come along with them. 
He's awesome. Uh, and on the subject of the NFC title game, you got the Niners at the Eagles, as mentioned, Philadelphia, <laughs> two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, Brock Purdy wasn't great yesterday, but he didn't turn the ball over. He and, didn't and lose that, the game. That was the difference between him and Dak. Don't lose the game. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Don't lose the game. Like, I felt like Dak, Dak was in a position where the things that he was saying are the things that he was believing. And the things that he was believing were ultimately the things that led to him possibly in moments of time in that game where you're taking chances and you're taking risks to, to make something happen. Maybe you didn't necessarily need to do it. You know, maybe maybe you could have let the game come to you a little bit more than than what it did. Maybe you don't, you know, make some of the mistakes that you make. I, you know, I just feel as though, I just feel as though Brock Purdy knows his role, and 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 to that point, Dak knows his role as well. And Dak was going out there to win the game. I just feel like when you get into a game where you know the flow of this game is it's a defensive game. Don't push, don't don't force it. Like allow for it to play out because big plays like they were talking about they I I agree with you Q on them the way they were talking about the game and how they were talking about McCaffrey was sitting with Purdy and how he, you know, he kind of mentors Purdy and he was telling him like look man take take your time or you know do what you need to do, but don't force it because it only takes one big play. Like, your big play will come with you just staying within the confines of what it is that you know are the things to do instead of trying to force it. And you know what? He did get a big play. Like, the, the catch with Kelsey probably stimulated that that whole drive to, to be able to end the way that it did. And that turned out to be one of the differences. That, that drive was probably the difference in the game offensively. Now you talk about the the turnovers. I think the one turnover led to a, to a touchdown, right? I, I believe. I, I, it's like kind of all scrambled, but all I know is 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 Dak Prescott was in a tough position because I think he I think he put that tough position pressure on himself to be the reason why they won that game. And then when Pollard went out. I mean, that was a big difference. Yeah, that was, that big. was a big difference. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you though. I, I think he he had that, that's the only way Dallas wins that game. If you look at how that game played out, at least early on, Dallas was stopping the rushing attack. They were putting it on Brock Purdy, and he wasn't necessarily delivering. I mean, it really was a game of all right. Can can it, the opportunity was there? Can Dak make, make enough throws? Can he make enough plays to make it happen? Mm. And it just wasn't the case. Like mm. that was that was the position. I think the Cowboys' defense put them in at least in my opinion and I think the first interception San Francisco only got three off that if not mistaken um and then I can't remember what happened after the other one but you know I thought the Dallas Cowboys defense was lights out stepped up played the way they needed to to give their team a chance to win you can't walk away from that game feeling like you let them down I know that field goal field goal on both interceptions there you go that's what I thought I mean think about that change of possession they they step up both times and more often than not, I thought even the, the field position, like Dallas had good field position throughout the game. Turpin and his returns did a good job, and they just couldn't do much with it. And C.D. Lamb was awesome. 
yeah, he played great. But yeah, unfortunately, CD was balling. He was. I, I'll say this though: it does feel like we got the two best teams from each conference in the conference championships. It feels like the, the uh, San Francisco wow. you- and Philly all year, and Cincy and Kansas City are the two best teams in the AFC. So I, I do like that matchup because it's not always the case in the NFL. I would describe it like this. You got the two top seeds, obviously, both being the number one seeds, who were the entire body work best teams this year. But then you have the two hottest teams. Yeah. When you look at Cincinnati, their win streak coming the regular season, I think that's what, is it nine or ten in a row now? Uh, I think It was eight nine. in a row to end the regular season, I believe, after the four and four start. Because they didn't play a 17th game, obviously. And then for San Francisco, I believe it was a 10-game win streak. Mm. So what you've got is the two best and the two hottest. And I think that whole idea of, you know, who ends up going to the Super Bowl, who ends up winning it, because we always talk about, like, you got to get hot at the right time. This is going to kind of test that theory. Because obviously with the injury to Hurts, Philly went through a bit of a lull there. And for Kansas City, they've been good all year. Like, I don't know that they necessarily went on a lull. It's just at times they kind of struggled where, like, you're like, all right, like, they kind of struggle versus Houston, some of the other teams that you think they should beat handily. Um, they had some of those moments that made you think, all right, maybe they're not you know, as dominant or playing quite as well as we thought. Cincinnati hasn't lost since Halloween. Think about that. You know, well, I don't think San Francisco's <laughs> lost even further back. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Just man. back to the Dak situation for one quick second. If you think about it, three points off of both of those, so three points each time, six, uh, yeah. six points, and if – Okay. All right. So then you're talking about potentially a game going into overtime? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, the the game is a game of inches. And and it's interesting because to think that those sudden turnovers led to points. And those points led to the the deficit along with the block the blocked field goal. So it's like kind of like or point after. That's just uh, to me that's when you break it down that way like you're that close to winning or you're yeah. that close to having a chance to win. Yeah. And then the whole narrative is is totally disrupted. Like what are we ta- like what are we saying today if Dallas won- wins that game? Even if even if his offensive output Dak Prescott's was not phenomenal. Even if You'll talk about we'll talk about how phenomenal their defense played and how they gave them an opportunity to win and how he did what he needed to do against the number one defense enough so where they were able to win the game. But I, I mean I just thought that that's a pretty interesting thought. Like two turnovers and it, each time it was three points and and literally if your kicker isn't, you know, doing what he's doing, that's it's probably a tie game. Yeah. It's probably it, a tie game. You can make that case. By the way, um, you said the Bengals haven't lost since Halloween? Yep. The 49ers haven't lost since the week before yeah. Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> They're good Dang. football teams, man. So y'all saying those are the ones uh, that's going to meet in the Super Bowl. That's what y'all saying? That, okay, I, 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 I called it like a, a week ago, I think. I think it's going to be Cincinnati-San Fran, which is tough because that's, that's two road teams. But I think Cincinnati's going to win it this year. Wow. I, just, I think Burrow's playing at a different level. I think had he been healthy to start the season, he probably would have been MVP. Yeah. Who's getting MVP? Oh, Mahomes. Mahomes. That's already done. It's yeah, a regular season. Mahomes, award, yeah. yeah. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Mahomes Radio, LeVar Arrington, huh? Brady That's Quinn, Jonas Knox. With you. Yeah, probably. Mahomes yeah. and Bosa. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 